The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, Sia Najad. Sia, we have actually vi- not a lot of golf was played, but we have a lot to talk about. I guess so. I mean, I wish, I think we all wish that we could just be recapping round three, but we can't. And round four, you know, it's funny because we all play DraftKings and we all want to play matchup bets. And I know that's not what this show is, but man, it's really hard to do any of that stuff uh, when you have the overnight. And this morning, Rick, I woke up and I saw what happened with Austin Smotherman. And that just uh, that deflated me a little bit. And I'm being honest, like that actually like deflated me a little bit. That That's really tough when it comes to the FedEx Cup standings. So let me set the table here, because after we signed off on Friday night's first cut, um, they played as long as they could. Remember, we've had these weather delays kind of on and off all week long. It's the summer in Greensboro. It's going to happen. You get these storms that roll in. What ends up happening last night, so this is Friday night, the conclusion of round two is that they're not able to finish it because of darkness. And with the way that everything shakes out, the cut line has not been determined yet. Um, And it is basically up to Austin Smotherman, friend of the pot, Austin Smotherman. And If he finishes at minus two, the cut line is going to be minus two. If he finishes at minus one, the cut line is going to be minus one is essentially how it's going to end up working. Well, he slept on uh, an 11 foot birdie putt on his second to last hole of the day. He would end up lipping that out and then he would go on to make double on his final hole of the day and see what that means is all the minus ones got in. The largest cut we've had, 87 golfers, since they went to this T65 and ties format a couple of years ago, but it was Smotherman who was actually on the outside looking and he did not make the cut and in turn, now very unlikely to make the FedEx Cup playoffs. Yeah, it's an interesting psychology knowing that you're not only sleeping on a, on a putt, but then you've got another hole to play and that's all you have to play in round two. And the consequences aren't usually this dire they're not usually this important and i'm not talking about how it affects the cut line obviously though that was going to to go one way or the other in a big way a big shift but for your own personal like stake in things you don't usually have a scenario where 
the guy who is going to determine so many things is also determining so many things for himself with one putt and one hole to play. And, and on 18, or I should say on his last hole, he's in the fairway off the tee. You know, it's just a bad approach shot that got away from him a little bit. And, you know, here we are. So <laughs> there was a lot there was a lot of guys who finished at minus one who I guess did not necessarily want to wait around to see if that was going to end up being the cut line. Shane Lowry went home. He had to fly back for his third round private on, uh, on Saturday morning and Kevin Kisner, Webb Simpson, they weren't going to wait. They had one hole to play in their second round. They weren't going to wait. They were missing the cut anyway. So they WD'd and gave Davis Love the third, the easiest matchup win, the easiest three ball win you could ever imagine. <laughs> wow. That is interesting. Was that the three ball, Rick? I'm, I'm behind on this. Simpson, Kisner, DL3. They were oh, playing man. in the same group. They had one hole to go. Davis Love the third was in last. And uh, both Kisner and Webb Simpson withdrew. So if you were a backer of Davis Love III, you just got a Christmas present. But the truth of the matter, of course, is that most people would have been the backer of either Webb or Kevin Kisner. And it's like, you think you're rolling in with a win. Yeah. And there and there we have it. That is, that's pretty terrible. I, I mean, was, I, I kind of get it, but that's pretty terrible. I was taking the optimist side of things. Yeah, Simpson was three better than Davis Love III with one to play. Kisner one better than Davis Love III with one to play. That's all. <laughs> That's all last night. That's all yeah. Friday stuff. Saturday stuff. Um, we're off be because the cut's so big. We're off in three balls on split tees, and again we get a, a, an early weather delay, and we get what ends up being the final weather delay this afternoon. And they were working so hard, Sia, to get this round in. They actually had the guys back out on the golf course just, you know, 20 minutes ago, 25 minutes ago, as we kind of chat about this. They had them back out in position. Another lightning strike hits. They pull them off. They shut it down. So only 12 golfers of 86, because Hayden Buckley withdrew this morning, uh, actually got their round in. Everyone else has work to do. So my question back to you, of course, is that this finishes tomorrow though, right? They'll just start early enough and they'll, they'll do the same split T thing and three well, th groups of three. Barring if they get, if they don't get another delay, they'll absolutely finish this. You can, you can play, you can play 27 holes, three mm -hmm. ball. Yeah, no, no problem. But if there are, uh, if there are delays that that's when we'd run into an issue. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And, and I'll, I'll say this, not to drop the lawyer card again. I already did that earlier this week. But for those of you that are, you know, kind of complaining about the weather and getting back on the course and, and, and things of that nature, like you have to understand, like the implications of lightning are pretty dire when it comes to the the event sponsors and, and the PGA Tour. Like you the can't have people. The liability. <laughs> it's always lawyers' fault. Don't blame the PGA Tour. It's the, it's, it's basically the lawyers. Um, listen, there was just a few days ago. Um, I'm from Northern Virginia, the DC area. Uh, it's my mom was actually telling me that there were a three people who I believe died from lightning strikes right near the White House. Like these things happen, and it's not just like in random like Midwest areas that like nobody's ever heard of. Like these things happen, and if you call it too late and all of a sudden, lightning begins to strike. Then, here, here we are. Uh, see you with the Midwest uh, anti-bias there. Uh, and well, the it always seems like that. The, the tornadoes and the random events—they always seem to happen in the Midwest, right? As if that wasn't enough leaderboard stuff. So we we've set the stage here. Uh, I don't even know if I mentioned the fact that all 87 golfers who made the cut were within eight shots of the lead. So, see ya. 
the leaderboard is packed. There are yeah. 10 guys within two shots. The current lead is 12 under par. That belongs to Sung J.M. and Brandon Wu. Sung J.M. is currently four under through 11 holes. He just made birdie on number 11 uh, right before they blew the horn. And he enters this week 15th in the FedEx Cup standings. So he certainly has uh, plenty of moves that he can make into the top 10. He can get a little bit of cash from the Comcast Business Tour top 10. He can help out, you know, what potentially is whatever is going to be his finishing position or a starting position at the Tour Championship. There, there is, um, there's a lot for the guys at the top of the leaderboard to play for. And there's a lot for the guys at the bottom of the board to play for. Yeah, it's really interesting. And I actually think the coverage is doing, I've kind of gone back and forth listening to it on on PGA Tour Radio and, and, you know, NBC's, the ESPN app and the actual broadcast. And I think they're doing a pretty good job of updating, you know, where people stand in the FedEx Cup standings. It's funny, though, how volatile it is. I mean, you could be projected, you know, 123 and all of a sudden a a double bogey and you fall down like, 30 places. So I think it's interesting. I think the storylines as it relates to people who are falling inside the 125 or outside the 125 are are super interesting. And I think it kind of, you know, we know just from the outlaw tour during COVID, when we saw these people like really grinding, people we had never heard of really grinding on these tours that a lot of people weren't even aware of just to get to the corn ferry, just to get to the PJ tour, like losing your card or in having to go back to corn ferry. It's just, there's so much, it takes so much to get to the top 125 to keep your card. And I just think people don't really appreciate that. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at Yannick Paul, Rick, who is having a really good tournament and we remember him, the Paul bros, right. And his brother, of course, Jeremy is on the KFT and uh, these guys have been grinding for a while and here they are. Uh, They're both playing well. Jeremy Paul is two shots off the lead in Utah, and Yannick Paul is six off the lead in Greensboro. So, yeah, shout out to those guys. So, Sungjae, who's played awesome at Sedgefield, T6, T9, T24 in the last three years, he's tied for the lead. Friend friend of the pod, Brandon Wu, also tied for the lead. He had um, the closest thing we can get to a buzzer beater in golf he holes out from the fairway on 11 for eagle like as they're blowing the horn vaults him into a tie for first this is um only let's see the second 36 hole leader co-lead of his career Mm -hmm. which he held his prior one 2021 puerto rico open and he's trying to best his best career pga tour finish which was a runner-up at the mexico open this year yeah, it's it's a nice charge for him. I believe he's been in pretty good form the last couple of weeks, and this is another example of some of these young guys. Obviously, his brother Dylan can, has been playing well here and there this year as well. It's another example of some of these young guys, and I know we haven't really been marketing the Wu brothers as much as you know Mito and, and Davis Riley and, and Cameron Young because those guys have played better, but. When we talk about, and I know this is off the subject, the live tour and people going there, there are some really great golfers, some really great young golfers that have a ton of talent that are likely staying on the PGA Tour. And we're getting to see glimpses of that, not just with the names that we've known over the last six to eight months, but of guys like Brandon Wu as well. Uh, Dylan Wu, Brandon Wu, not not brothers, but they do. Oh, that's right. They're not brothers. I forgot. This is tough. 
you're having it. You're having it. Dang. Right. The, the, uh, so you can find C on Twitter at C and Ajad if you'd like to send all your hate tweets in that. Oh, I forgot. Midwest spare, and the Woo Brothers. Spare, spare them spare them for me. Just send them directly <laughs> to Sia. Um, okay. What we have to do is there, there's still a lot more to talk about. We've got to look at the odds. I do want to look at the bottom part of the leaderboard because you're going to hear the FedEx Cup standings conversation quite a bit. And then uh, one of the top players in the game uh, fired his caddy mid-tournament. Feels like we should spend a minute or two on that. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there, and I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now, here's what you can do for for our listeners. Uh, First-time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Those numbers do not add up to me, and I know it can be confusing, the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple, and that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking uh, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. And we're back. Okay, our friends over at Caesars Sportsbook have Sung JM as the favorite. No surprise there. Plus 230. Tom Kim, Joo Hyun Kim, JH Kim, plus 575. He's currently one shot off the lead. Brandon Wu, plus 675. Russell Henley, who we haven't spent an ounce of oxygen on in this show, plus 750. Davis Riley, plus 850. Sia, it's wide open. I would argue you could bet almost anybody right? Because if you can get hot for 27 holes, right? It's not 18 and then you have to stop and sleep on it. It's you get hot for 27 holes. You kind of steal this thing and everybody's within like three or four shots. 
So that's the beauty of this, because I think you could even go down to the guys that are five shots back, because a lot of those guys have plenty of holes to play. And so if you get maybe some stagnation with, with some of these guys that are minus 12 or minus 11 down the stretch tomorrow morning, which is presumably when they're going to pick back up, especially considering some of these guys do have a, a couple of holes, you know, a tough stretch coming up in the morning. I, I think you can consider the guys like, for example, Taylor Moore or Alex Smalley. James Hahn. I think these guys are, they're super long shots. Smalley isn't, he's 40 to one, but I think guys like Taylor Moore at 90 to one, even James Hahn at 225 to one. I, I think they're at least interesting to speculate about. As far as the guys here on this board that we're looking at, the one that really sticks out to me is Young Kim, mm -hmm. AKA Tom Kim uh, at plus 575. By the way, that was plus 600 like 20 minutes ago. So clearly some people have moved on that number here at Caesar Sportsbook. But I, that's the only one that really sticks out to me. I don't think I, I want to play Henley or Brandon Wu. The Henley putter, man, I just, he missed so many bunnies today. And, and I just, I fear that one. Davis Riley is interesting. I just don't love the number. And I thought Aaron Wise's number would be a little bit longer. See, I thought, not. I thought Tom Kim's number, I was, I, maybe I didn't think, I was hoping it was going to be a little bit longer. Um, guy going for his first win. He's not even a member of the, of the PGA Tour. Like, come on, give me like an eight to one. Give me like a nine to one. I don't. I don't mind the wise at 14 number. He's he's going to play the par five coming up next 15. That is like the easiest hole on the golf course. Um, maybe you take advantage of that. Like there's a chance he is 10 or 11 under par within seven minutes of starting tomorrow. And if that's the case, that number like Aaron Wise's number is going to move very quickly in the morning. When, almost no matter what he does. If he makes a par, he lost a half a stroke to the field. If he makes a birdie, okay, he's moving up. It's obviously going to shorten. If he makes an eagle, like now it's now it's go time. So I'm I'm that that number to me just seems like it's most likely to change very early in the morning. Yeah, I probably agree with that. And and we know the ball striking has been great. He's actually his round three, he hasn't been great with the putter. So if he can find a hot putter with the ball striking, um, he can absolutely shoot up this board. Uh, you mentioned the difficulty in like playing showdown or betting matchups. Um, I, I I don't even. I guess they will. Sheesh. Do we have confirmation, Jacob, on whether or not they will regroup after the third round? Because that would determine what the three ball matchups are going to be. Do we have Do we have any idea? I haven't seen anything on that, but I I feel like the precedents usually that they just turn around and go out. Just keep going, right? Yeah, especially since everyone's so clumped. I can't imagine. They yeah, take the time to regroup. Okay, so I assume books will. Well, I guess they'd be the same ones as today. Then, if they're just going to run, if they're just going to run them back out, you'd get three balls of what you got today, which is kind of interesting because you could get a little revenge. You could you have these guys playing in comfy pairings. They're going to play together for basically thirty six consecutive holes. Um, I'm kind of interested in that. Showdown will be hard because you're not going to know where these guys are finishing until. <laughs> right before the next round starts, but I feel like you'll have time for some matchups. Quick warning, and I don't know if DraftKings is going to change overnight. I think today might have just been, a, speaking of bad days for me with the, the Woo brothers, apparently, and my shot at the Midwest, uh, DraftKings didn't have a good day today. And, and here's, here's what happened. I put in a showdown lineup last night. I actually entered the lineup. That lineup was valid throughout the day today. In other words, it was it was fine. What ended up happening was I woke up this morning and I tried to make a lineup, but everything was locked in spite of the fact that we were hours away from the first golfer teeing off. So what I did was, because I couldn't make a lineup, I entered a contest and just imported the one lineup I actually had existing, and I, I put it in uh, to another contest. Well, I checked three, four, five hours later, 
And that co the the contest that I had entered in this morning was gone in, in the sense that they had, they had my, my lineup was in there, but it was an empty lineup. So if you had imported your lineup from one tournament to a tournament that was already technically locked for no good reason, they actually, it was an empty lineup. And I think you could, they'll refund your money on that because they, they that's what they did to me when I wrote to them. But for those of you that did that, and I'm sure a lot of people did, uh, make sure you message DraftKings or whatever you do to contact them because you'll probably get refunded. I hope that's not the case tomorrow, obviously. Huh. I would call and complain. Hello, DraftKings. Give me my money back. Um, looking at some of the leaders, you know, Corey Connors has a couple of holes to play. He's doing Corey Connors things. He gained like three strokes from T to green over his first 13 holes, and he lost a stroke with the putter. Like, maybe we can find a hot flat stick at some point. He's actually been putting much better. Uh, and then Taylor Pendrith, who was just like phenomenal. He was one of the few that actually finished. Um, gained three and a half strokes T to green. Tour average with the putter. That's good signs moving forward. Um, let me scroll back down to the other part of this leaderboard here, Sia. Um, the projected FedEx Cup playoffs. So 125, that's the magic number. Kiridat Afi Barnrat mm -hmm. <laughs> shot the round of the day, 63, 7 under par. Moved from 197 to 163. Still has work to do. So he would need to probably win this thing. Maybe seconds. Maybe I think, seconds. yeah. My understanding is it's first or second place for him. Uh, on I the think. number right now, right now, this moment in time, Justin Lauer, right on 125. He's having a good third round. He's four under uh, for the round, six under for the event. He's moved up 27 spots. That has pushed out Ricky Fowler. Um, so those guys like Fowler, Wallace, Smotherman, Danny, they're just – Sitting on the couch, open and praying, because these guys are are knocking them out with some with some really decent finishes here. So the guys that you're watching out on the golf course, Kramer Hickok, Nick Taylor, Justin Lauer are 123, 124, 125, and they're all still playing this week. Yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting. I, I um, I I just I I feel for the guys that are on the outside looking in, having to watch this tomorrow. And, and again, I. I go back to Austin Smotherman, uh, that double bogey on the last hole is, is, you know, let, let's Ricky Fowler gets, he he's exempt next year, right? He has his card for next year. Right. So it's like a different situation with Ricky than it might be for a guy like Austin Smotherman. So I'm hoping there's a situation where uh, some of these younger guys can backdoor themselves inside the top 125. Will Zaltoris, who shot uh, his second consecutive 66 on Saturday. He was one of the few that finished. He's currently in a tie for 15th, he fired his caddy mid-tournament, see it, which is always a great sign that things are working beautifully and everything is cohesive and everyone is on the same page. Uh, so uh, had nothing but nice things to say after the round, said he's a, he's like a brother to me, Ryan Ryan Goble, like a brother to me, but um, I had to make the, the best decision for me. He's got his short game coach on the bag the rest of this week and then Joel Stock. Uh, who has caddied for a variety of PGA Tour players, will be on his bag throughout the playoffs. What an unusual situation. I mean, obviously, Captain Obvious over here, but like to do it mid-tournament, I just, uh, obviously, things came to a head. What's that? Uh, actually, I was going to say, do you remember the last time this happened, but I don't think it was mid-tournament. I think it was the day before Bryson started. Yeah, Bryson. But that's like a Bryson move, though. Like that, that. So if this was Bryson mid mid round or mid tournament, I should say, it wouldn't surprise me. Not that I know Will Zalatoris, but Bryson is like I could totally see him doing that. This seems so 
like a different personality type. It just seems stranger. It probably happens more often, but we only hear about it when like the bigger names do it mid tournament. So uh, probably happens much more often. But Zalatoris, yeah. Um, I mean, he's still in the mix here and he's obviously, it is interesting when you're only, you know, three events away from the season, like this, a season ending would be like a natural time to be like, okay, you know, like if you're, if you're in the middle of the season, it doesn't matter if you're in the middle of the round because you're in the middle of the season. You could, obviously these guys could not, could not figure it out for the next three and a half weeks that they had to, they had to part ways now. Right. But you would just think like a net, like it's not a natural splitting point, but you would think they would finish this tournament. And then he could release a statement saying, Hey, we're heading into the FedEx cup playoffs. And, and that's sort of a, a new, whatever chapter for me this season. So I'm going to part ways. Like, I, to me, I, I feel like we might hear some more stuff here because to do it mid-tournament seems like, th- like to me, it seems like things got really heated or I don't know. I'm speculating, obviously, which I like to do. Okay. We have a lot of golf to be played on Sunday. We have not only the Wyndham Championship to be determined, but also the top 125 for the FedEx Cup playoffs, which start next week. So lots on the line and everybody is log jammed at the top when the final putt goes in uh we will be back to recap it all on the first cut but for now i'm going to thank producer jacob he does all the hard work behind the scenes i'm going to thank sia najad who you can find on twitter at sia najad and you can find me at rick run good this has been the first cut we'll catch you next time Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. men's national team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.